Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Bitch Pigeons podcast. I am your host, Michael DeChico. My voice is super raspy because I was screaming at the Leafs all night. And for good reason, because they won. I'm here with our panel of experts, uh, Kevin Blythe, uh, Chicago Blackhawks fan, opinion irrelevant. And I'm with Bailey Wells, huh? fan, opinion wow. irrelevant. But, uh, we're we're going to do our best to talk about some playoff hockey, which I have experience with because I'm a Leafs we're, fan. We're here, we're here with Michael DeChico, uh, yeah. noted Leafs fan. Opinion irrelevant. Hey, um, <laughs> the Leafs are on the brink of knocking out the two-time Stanley Cup champions, and I will take no slander. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're tired. They've never been on the brink of eliminating a team never. before. They've never so been able is... to eliminate a team ever in my lifetime. Ever. I don't. I can't remember a single instance of that happening. Actually. Um, All right. So I think for today we're just going to do a quickie little playoff recap because a lot has happened. And we've tried to do a little podcast to go game by game, but, you know, life gets involved and work gets tough and people get lazy, as is what I do. And, I just get and Michael lazy. disappears to Greece for two weeks. Yeah, that happened too. I was not in the continent for a bit, so that makes it a little tough. Um, Sounds like a poor excuse to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to do better next time. <laughs> Um, so I, I think a good place to start is the Colorado avalanche. Holy fucking shit. Sweeping the Preds and making it not even close. Daryl Sutter literally nailed it. It's a waste of eight days for whoever plays Colorado in the first round. (laughs) Like like, he fucking nailed it. It also, it also hurts that Nashville was like actually pretty good. And then UC Soros died like a week before the playoff start. And then, you know, yeah, that's unfortunate. That was tough for them. I wanted to. I thought the series was going to be more competitive because, you know, UC Saros is, you know, he's putting up insane numbers and then he's pretty fun. Good. Yeah. He's not bad. Yeah. And then, you know, when you lose your starting goalie and your choices are uh, no save Dave Riddick or Connor Ingram, who's like what? 22. You know what? Connor Ingram, he gave them a chance in what? Two of the three games he started. And by three games by, they lost by less than four goals in the games he played. Well, but I mean, like fucking Colorado scores at will, especially are, in the first round. They are they're so fucking good, unreal. They're this a good is, team. This is the thing with them. We say this every year. Like we had this conversation last year that like Colorado's a wagon and they're gonna go to the finals. And then the the second round, the second round is where it really counts for them. I think they've really got to. And it looks like they're gonna play either St. Louis or uh, Minnesota. Probably St. Louis. St. Louis. Which is Mark Andre Yeah, which is gonna be a heavy fucking series. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be heavy hockey. That's gonna be heavy for and you see that's where like I'll be honest, like in my bracket I had St. Louis to like knock out the Avs next round. Because really? the Blues play that game. Well, I have the Blues going to the cup. Like that's my pick to win the cup. Oh. Um, the Blues play a tight game and like I just I don't like, I think it's, like, it's we forget. And, like, someone brought it up to me the other day. And, like, the Blues made the cup final in the last full season that happened. And, well, they won the cup, actually, I guess. Yeah. Like, in the last pre-COVID season. Like, they're just a deep team. And, like, they're tough to play against. And, like, the Wild are seeing that. And I don't – I think they're going to wear the Avs down over a full series. Like, they're, yeah. they just play that heavy game that just grinds on you. And I think, and, for like, me, that's that's their worst matchup is a team that – is heavy like Nashville's heavy, but they can't play defense and they couldn't get a save. St. Louis can play defense at the very least. Yeah. 
yeah. I think for oh, me, yeah. it depends on which goalie plays for St. Louis and which one of them shows up. If they go with Billy Huso, which they should, because I'm Jordan sorry, Bennington's I think a piss Bennington, baby. I think Bennington took that job from Huso though in this series. Like I think because he's been starting good. now. He's been good, yeah. I, I think you run with Bennington to start, but if he starts to that's that's the beauty with St. Louis. They they've literally got two like playoff caliber goaltenders that they can just swap. Cap- capable goalies for sure. Yeah. Um and yeah, St. Louis is like yeah, Bennington's been playing the last couple of games. You know what you literally have to do to get into Jordan Bennington's head? Literally just jab him one time with your stick. Yeah. Like just 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 poke him a couple times. Just, just and, grab it a puck. Just yep. like at the same time though, like you can mind. frustrate him. You can frustrate him, but like he's like he's been here before, man. Like he, he's done this before. Yeah. He's shown he can win a cup. So I don't know if you're gonna be able to once you get that focus and you're in the zone, it's a little bit different than the regular season where you're gonna freak out and lose your composure. Yeah. I yeah, I, I don't see him just spazzing out like he would in the regular season, yeah, unless think- he's getting blown out. I think Jordan guys Van like Deesburg. that. I think guys like that do <laughs> like when the playoffs start. It's it's your mindset shifts a little bit, right? Like you really start to like take in the the atmosphere and really start to like know that like your season's on the line at this point, right? Like if it's game, unless you're Nazem Kadri, unless you're Nazem Kadri, <laughs> which yeah. granted didn't get suspended yet, so yeah, that's true. Yeah, so uh, that's bound to happen. So St. Louis has that for them. He's due for yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we want to bleed into St. Louis, uh, Minnesota then while we're on the subject of that? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that series has been fun. Those it's games. been fun. Um, I, look, I think Minnesota is a good team and I think they're gonna, they're, they're young and they're, they're going, they have a direction. I don't think getting flurry was the right move for them. I also don't think they are what people think they are right now. I had some people saying many, we're going to go to the cup final. And I was yeah, like, was you guys, gonna... you guys are on fucking drugs. Like, yeah, Minnesota's good, but like, if Zuccarello or Kaprizov doesn't score, who's scoring for them? <laughs> like, well, that's the thing, right? They have Boldy coming, like they have guys, they have pieces coming, but they're not there to produce at a regular level. No, and they're like, not that team yet. I mean, like, how many goals have Minnesota scored in this series? Like, I think Kaprizov has seven of their goals, and I don't even Kaprizov's know how they have. Sick. Does Fuck, he have seven goals? Him. Yeah. Kaprizov has out, seven goals. Oh, my. I just found out that Gensel had six goals in, in the series, and I started losing my mind. I was like, what? Yeah. Six and goals in five I can't remember. I can't series. remember who said it, but fucking Gensel since 2019, was it? Has the second most playoff goals in all of, all of the NHL. Like, that's fucking I wouldn't be surprised. He was, he was one of their best players in those back-to-back cup runs. So, I just, like, for me... On the on the topic of Minnesota, they're they're up and coming. I think them give what did they give up for for Flurry again? It wasn't much, right? Uh, a second, second, a second that turns into a first if they go to the conference final. Okay, so a second. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't think giving up assets for him was the right move. Like they're just not there yet. Like it's cool. There's the second seed. They made the playoffs. It's it's cool. But like, I think they had to be a little more realistic with their their. their not only their direction, but just like the position they're in right now, right? So to your point, Michael, Minnesota scored 15 goals in this series. Kaprizov has seven. Jesus, he scored so half of their goals. One guy has so, he's, well, just, oh, he's so good. <laughs> how many? How many does Zuccarello have? Like four. Uh, <laughs> 
five eight like six. <laughs> then they've got one from like Matt Dumba or something. <laughs> Matt Dumba. <laughs> Jared's virgin. Jared's virgin. <laughs> yeah. Uh Zuccarello is one. So that's oh. eight. Okay. Well, you know, eight if you're fifteen goals are scored by your two best players. That's realistically that's what you ask of them. But at the same time, it's like when you're relying on like you need depth in the playoffs, man. And I think a lot of teams have proven that if you have good depth, you're gonna go far. Yeah, for sure. Um, um so yeah, I think we're I think we both well, Colorado's already in the second round. Shocker. And Matt, Matt Boldy has a goal. Do oh. I, I like Matt Boldy. He's gonna be sick. Do we think St. Louis uh or do we think Minnesota forces seven or do we think St. Louis wins game six? I, I think St. Louis six. wins it. I think St. Louis wins it in six. Wins. Yeah. You know what? Oh, I like I like Minnesota. I I think they can How force can you seven. Like Minnesota, they're like the most boring team in the NHL. Yeah. No, yeah. no. I just I just I just. Okay, we literally just talked about Dallas before we started. Fair. Oh, yeah, true. Fair. True. We're getting to that. So now. I mean, Jesus, for, former yeah. former Minnesota North Stars, but <laughs> I digress. Oh, the, the connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, bo- right. oh boring hockey. I think we all agree that St. Louis is winning that series, whether it's in six or seven. I think it's. I I think so. I'd like it to go seven. That'd be fun. I'd like to see at least one game seven, not in the series we're going to talk about later. Please fucking. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I was going to say I think you're going to see one, but yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> don't put that in the universe. Yeah, come on, man. Okay, let's move I think on. It's to... been in the universe for like ever. Yeah, I think everybody kind of <laughs> knew that. We knew where that was going. Anyways, let's um yeah, I think we all think St. Louis, Colorado next round. That's gonna be a good series. Um so they're actually playing right now. The first period just ended a little while ago. Uh Dallas Calgary has been like probably it's the most boring so hockey. Bad. We just watched the first period. Shots are six to six. Both teams have had a power play. And like, man, it's just been like there's no scoring. There's it's just neutral zone giveaways, and then like it, it's just been such boring hockey, man. And like I get it that like both these teams are built that way, but like holy shit, dude! Like Calgary has one of the most electrifying top sixes in the league, and they're just not doing anything. Yeah, Jake Ottinger's uh, been amazing oh my god that that save he made the other night i think he made one tonight where he just robbed a two-on-one with his glove like he looks dialed in he's having a good series and honestly i wouldn't be surprised if dallas i wouldn't be surprised if dallas takes it like they they've got the better goalie so originally going into the series i thought calgary was gonna win it in five and they were just gonna walk all over dallas and because like the regular dallas has shown like Dallas is a deep, like they're a deep team, but they they grind on you and they play that boring low event hockey, and they just take advantage of some of their chances. And like, man, I don't know. Man. Well, and then, and then they're getting good goaltending behind them, unreal goaltending behind them. They like, are getting. I don't really think anyone expected Ottinger. Nobody but expected Ottinger. I think no. you can keep in mind though, like while they're getting good goaltending behind them, that's also. You can also play into the fact that, like, you're also a strong defensive team, too. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. your goaltending looks a lot better when you have a strong system in front of them. Like, who was their goalie in, in their cup run a couple of years ago? Was it? I think it was Bishop. Kudobin? No, I think Bishop was hurt. 
I think Hudobin was playing. It was Hudobin, you're right. It, it was Hudobin, yeah. Yeah. They're like Hudobin is not and everyone was like, Oh my god, Hudobin's the next yeah, big a, thing. And it's like he's a career backup. He's not. Yeah. Like he's he's been doing this for like ten years. Like he's been a backup <laughs> his entire career. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's a goalie in a state. He was like fucking anti Niemi in that twenty ten Blackhawks run, and everyone's like, Oh, anti Niemi. I'm like, guys, calm down. <laughs> and then didn't San Jose give him a whole fuck ton of money and yeah, and then he was poo because he's anti Niemi. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think this is the, this, the one series that everybody was expecting the entire playoffs to be just like boring, low event, no penalty, like mm-hmm. hit people hockey. And like, it's like scoring is way up in all of the series, except this one. This is the only one that's been, there's like, four, there's been 14 goals scored through four games. Like that is like, just, fuck that is boring. Do we think? Do we think Calgary does what they're supposed to do and win? Because you've got to think with Calgary. I think court, I think it's hard to ignore uh, the talent that they have, and also the fact that like their window slams shut after this year. Well, this is the thing with them, right? Like they're in a very similar position the Leafs were in when the playoffs started. Like if you lose in the first round again, like this core is this core is getting blown up. They can't fucking afford to sign the. Well, sign the majority of the core. Like they, yeah, I'm pretty sure they uh, have to decide between because Kachuk is owed money. Kachuk's an RFA and Goudreau's a UFA. I'm pretty sure. And Manjupani. I think if anyone's going to get moved, it's probably Monahan. Because yeah, he, but Monahan's been so bad. Who's yeah, going to take you're just, him? You're going to and you're going to lose that trade a hundred times out of a hundred. Like Monahan's yeah. a good player. I just think he needs a new fit. But like. No one's giving yeah. up a lot of assets for him. So I think Calgary wins this series. I don't think they lose to Dallas. I think Dallas is going to give them a run for their money. They might push seven. I think it goes but seven. I just, I just, I don't think, like, when the chips are down, I don't think Calgary is going to lose. I think they have too much talent to lose to a team like Dallas. The thing with me is, like, we've been saying this for so long, though. Like, Dallas, not Dallas, sorry. Calgary's had this core intact for, like, a long time. They, they finally just, clicked, though, in the regular I also think season. It's, I also sure. think it's different, though. Like their core, their core, and like they added Tyler to Foley this year, and like now you have like there's so much. They're they're really deep, there. man. They're one of the deepest teams in in the league, in my opinion. Like in the playoffs, like, like lines one through four, I think they're they're top three. Yeah, I would but, agree like, with you. You're right. You're right that like we do say this a lot about them yeah. and like i don't know if they can get the job done it's like the conversation with colorado right like they've they've been a very talented team for a, a pretty long time and they just haven't gotten it done what helps is johnny goudreau is starting to produce which is year. nice because man did that guy like he he had a little bit of the mitch marner syndrome where he just tried to get a little too fancy all the time and in the playoffs it's not gonna work you know like and like, Mitch Marner's figured it out this year. Like he three points in his last two games. Um, yeah, like Goudreau's so been a contributor. Well, I mean, his goal was a penalty shot, but like still, still, like he's been at least he's been involved, <laughs> right? Scored. Yeah, for sure. Um, I... yeah, I don't know. I think like my gut's telling me Dallas is going to do it. Like I, I think Calgary is going to win, but like I, I wouldn't rule. Out, I think this goes seven. I wouldn't rule out Dallas at all yet. You know who I'm I would si- rule I'm out? sitting on. I'm sitting on six, but you know who I would rule out of going in the second round? The Edmonton Oilers. 
<laughs> no, you're, wrong. you're you're actually wrong. Really? You think they win two straight? I yeah, I do. Okay. You're so here's really? my thing, right? Here's my yeah. thing. So the Los Angeles Kings are up three games to two against the Edmonton Oilers. They're going back to LA for game six. Mm-hmm. LA has been better on the road than they have been at home, granted. But man, this Oilers team five on five is just not it, dude. Like that. It, is incorrect though since Jay Woodcroft took over. They've been a great five on five team since Woodcroft got there. I know it's just like in this series, like, like I just feel like every time I look at the box score, it's it's power play goal, shorthanded goal, power play goal, power play goal. Leon Dreisidel and and McDavid on the ice together. Like they they have their way to score. And if it doesn't work, they're in they trouble. They did do that last game. And like I'll, I'll give you that. Like they did do that last game. But like for a lot of the series, like if you look at the eight nothing or six two games, like those early games, like they didn't score or the eight two game, they scored what one power play goal, yeah, in an eight two game. The rest were even strength. Like you scored seven even strength goals in that game, and then That's in the six two game, I think they scored two. The I, thing with me, this is where <sighs> I'm, I'm not sold on them. Is like, to be fair, they're in another situation too, where like they're relying on like Mike Smith had a good series. Yes. And I, yeah. I don't, and that's, but he's surprising. been bad when it counted. That's my problem. Yeah. He's, he's not there when they need him. And the thing like, is, even so last Nurse, game, he wasn't there like in overtime, like, Oh, man. like, dude, and there this, was a couple goals too. You just, man, you couldn't the like, make goal, a fucking was, save, man. It wasn't Kempe. It was um. It was the Dustin Brown play where he faked the shot and then he passed to the side of the net, and he uh, dove for no he reason. He just like, fell just over. Yeah, I, I was watching that and I was like, "There's no way he just did that." Like, what? Who taught you how to do that? Like, even the Kempe Kempe goal that you talked about, like where he just faked the shot, like it beat him, but like that can't be uh, you, man. Like that he just bit can't. so hard. Like. <laughs> How did you bite that hard? You're 41 years old. Like, how do you have that much reaction time? Like, <laughs> I stay in your net. I think the Kings are a good. Like, I think the Kings are a good defensive team, and they're going to be. They were a tough out. I just think that the Oilers have outplayed them for a lot of the series. They have, and like the Kings, have been getting decent goaltending from Jonathan Quick, other than like the two blowout games. Yeah. But the Oilers, like, towards the end of last game, they figured out how to beat that trap game that the Kings are playing. And they were generating a lot of chances and they were buzzing. I think if they just keep playing that sound, they're going to knock him out because the Kings can't score with them. They've been able to so far, but, like, in, in the reality situation, like, like if they're yeah. going to keep trading blows back and forth, it's never going to work. So it's just here's the other thing. Darnell Nurse fucked his team over. I don't know if you guys saw what he got suspended for. Yep. Like that was just dumb play. That is that without a doubt the stupidest thing I've ever seen somebody do in a hockey game. Like without hey, a doubt. Hey Michael, yeah. who's their top pairing now? Is it Cody CC and Duncan Keith? <laughs> Did I guess it? Yeah. Oh, like that's so bad, dude. Like you can't roll into a playoff series with Cody CC and Duncan Keith as your top pair. Like. That is abysmal. Who do you have behind him? Ron Hainsey? Like, what's what's going on here, guys? Are we are we the 2017 Leafs? Like, Jesus fuck. Man. So, so Keith and CC 
and then your other your well your other four is Barry Russell Kulak and Evan Bouchard. Oh, I forgot they have Barry too. Yeah, man, the Oilers are so fucked. The decor sucks, dude. Like it's so bad. And then you've got Mike Smith behind it, who's diving at guys that aren't even shooting the puck. Like it's just like I I just don't See. think they can do it. I I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they win two straight and win in seven. But like you're asking a lot of this group, man. Like I just don't think they're constructed properly to do it. And like I agree with that, but like man, I don't know. Like I think that like I think Big David and Drysdale are going to come out motivated tomorrow. And I would hope so. yesterday. I would well, hope. Obviously. I mean, obviously, but like, but, but between I the two like, of them, there's 21 million reasons why they should. Yeah. Um, but like when McDavid turned it on towards the end of the game yesterday and like forced the tie, yeah, like the scary. Kings couldn't, the Kings couldn't touch him. They couldn't stop him. Yeah. And yeah. Like, but that. like, you know what the problem is? Like, McDavid needs to give that for whatever 24 or 26 minutes he's playing every night. Yeah, he's just got to carry like that's the problem. Like I'm sorry man, you can't oh, I'm going to turn it on to force OT. Great. Uh well, if you could have beat this team 5-3, uh may- maybe do that, Connor. Like may- may- maybe with, do that. I don't know if you've I, listened to McDavid's press conferences after the after the games, but like he's he's not wrong. Like he gave a press conference, I think it was after game 5. And he straight up was like, we scored four goals tonight. That should be enough to win a game in the playoffs. Like it, it has to be enough to win a game. Yeah. I like, think gotta... that was also calling out like, and keep in mind, like, like it takes five, there's five guys on the ice for a goal, right? Like you can blame yeah. Smith all you want, but like, you got to play defense time, in front of him. Yeah. You have to play defense. And that, and that, that means McDavid and dry too. They have to come back and they got to play defense and they got to play 200 feet games. Yeah. Um, Which I don't think I McDavid think... has shown yet. That's the one I think thing the Oilers game. come out very strong tomorrow, and they probably score a bunch of goals like early, and then they kind of just hang on. Yeah. In the seventh game, it will be a little bit of a flurry, but like I just I like don't know. if he's if he's coming out and saying something like, "Oh well, we scored four, that should be enough to win." Look, I get it. You you have shitty goaltending or what whatever shitty defense, but like you also can't outscore your problems in the playoffs. And it's also, man, you're the captain of the team. You can't just call your team out in a press conference like that. Say that shit in the room, sure, but, like, yes. call your team out in the middle of a playoff series, man. Like, you're the fucking captain. Like, first of all, show that you fucking give a shit. And second yeah. of all, like, just... I don't I don't like that look from him where he calls his team out because, like, first of all, you're not you're not out yet, so stop acting like it's over. And like, just, just play your game. Even though it is. Like, I just, there's always one upset in the first round. And I think this is the one. I I just have a weird feeling that LA is going to beat them. Like, I, I, again, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Edmonton wins, but I don't know. There's just something about them that doesn't, I'm not sold on their team. Even if they do make it to the next round, they're losing to either Dallas or Calgary, whichever one makes it through. Yeah. Uh, I think they could beat Calgary in the final series too. Yeah, probably. Like I, again, like they're one of those teams where, like, if McDavid and Drysdale turn it on, they they can beat anybody. But yeah, they, yeah, I I, I, I don't know will... that they can. I don't think they'd beat Calgary in the next round. Calgary, Calgary sucks, man. Calgary, Calgary plays a heavy Dallas, game, okay. man. 
Yeah, Calgary's having trouble sure. with Dallas. And Edmonton's <laughs> having trouble with like the average age 23 LA Kings. The so, Kings are better yeah. than Dallas, though. Yeah. Yeah. The Kings Dallas are has team. Dallas has like the shell of Tyler Sagan and like Joe Pavelski, who's like 40 years old now. But still banging. Scoring goals. like 50 goals or yeah. whatever. And like Jamie Ben, whatever he has left. And Klingberg doesn't even want to be there. Ugh. Just, <laughs> the fucking they're just relying on the absolutely <laughs> like dumbass performance Jake Ottinger's putting. Like he is just so yeah. good, dude. I so I think like and man, the Oilers like and now looking at them, like their depth scoring has been there in this series. Like it's just the goaltending, man. And they needed to address the goaltending at the deadline. They needed to figure they it out. They needed to. They didn't do anything, and that's their fucking problem. They got a Vander Kane who granted a Vander yeah. Kane has been great for yeah. them. Oh, I still yeah, don't like that amazing. signing because that's a bad look for them, but like he's scoring for them, so who fucking cares, right? Yeah, I don't think they give a fuck. <laughs> they yeah. don't, that's for sure. He scored 20 goals in the regular McDavid saw that. He's like, let's playoffs. fucking go. Yeah, he's like, I got they can play offense. Sign me up. I don't yeah. know if you have fucking Zach Cassian anymore. Thank fucking God. Fucking Zach Cassian missed a wide open chance to last game. Yeah, because he's fucking dog shit. Like, <laughs> he scored a goal. Assignment. Yeah, good for him. He's playing with fucking Connor McDavid. He should score five. Okay, no, he's not playing first line anymore, Michael. He hasn't played first line in like a long time now. I just I saw Connor McDavid set him up for a goal, so I'm going with it. Yeah, McDavid Probably was double shifting. Play. Probably. David played. He has to. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> he literally has to to carry that team. Um, um, but no, I think the Oilers went out. I think they win the next two games, and then yeah. the Kings are dead. I and then I think, either. I think they go. I think they carry it through. I think they go to the third round. At least that's what I predicted in my bracket, so I'm sticking to it. So you're saying your third round is uh, Avalanche Oilers? Oilers Blues. Oilers Blues. Yeah, Blues win that. Sorry. Yeah, I had the Blues winning the Cup, so that, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> Which, again, it's always the team that slept on that does it, funny enough. Um, so that does it for the West. Whew, let's move on to the East because holy shit, are these series fun? Yes. Like, like night and day contrast, man. First one is uh, Panthers Capitals, which game five just ended. Uh, Panthers take a 3 2 series lead because they came back from 3 nothing down to win 5 3. Because you guessed it, fucking Carter Verhage has a four point night and just completely rips the fucking roof off like so let me google quick uh, who, who drafted carter verhage it was toronto you don't have to google it <laughs> remember i know remember when kevin said like two minutes ago that you can't outscore your problems in the playoffs and the florida Panthers are literally doing that all series long <laughs> well that's that's gonna age really well yeah over the corpse of sergey bobrovsky they're just outscoring <laughs> the problems but like man um, the caps oh, and like I knew they were gonna blow it. I know they're gonna blow it, but like Jesus, man, when you're up three nothing in a game, you gotta win that fucking game, man. I'm sorry. You gotta win. You gotta win. You gotta win that fucking game. You now you gotta go. Or I guess they go back to Washington down three two. Yeah. But still, like you're up three nothing. It wasn't it into the third period they were up three nothing. No second. Oh, like you just you gotta win that game, man. Come on. Hey, Lars Eller um, at a point though. Hey, good for him. Habs legend. Yeah, yes, sir. I have his jersey. <laughs> Yikes. Um, hey. <laughs> so I think we're all in agreement that Florida wins. I think the the fever dream that when we thought the Capitals were going to win is over, right? 
yeah, yeah. that's fun. That's, it sucks that's because true. man, Florida. I think Florida got exposed in this series, though. Like, I think they are. I don't think they're the team everybody made them out to be. I think they're out second round, no matter who they play. Oh well, without a doubt, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to who they eventually play later. But yeah, I think they're uh, out. Second. Honestly, I think they're a really terrific team with suspect as fuck goaltending. That's interesting because Serbia Bobrovsky makes ten million dollars. How can he be bad? <laughs> exactly. Can we just talk about how Montreal got a first round pick for Ben Chirot? He's playing 15 minutes a night in Florida oh. instead of the 25 that they probably wanted him to. Yeah, that trade is and first also, round pick and a prospect actually. But... Does does Claude Giroux have any points? Oh yeah, Giroux's fucking tearing it up. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, at least that one worked out. Yeah, I love the to see that trade. The Ben Chirot trade was fucking terrible, dude. The second they made that trade, I was like, you guys are fucking dumb. Like, I was like, I fucking was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's not much to say about this year. Like, Florida's clearly the better team. Washington had a couple games where they exposed them a little bit on the defensive end, but like, fuck yeah. me, Florida just, they just score at will, man. Like, when they get in a, like, in a mood, they just don't stop. Like, watching Alex. Barkov and like literally anybody on that team. It's just like fucking, it's a fucking track meet. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The pace like, they play at is ridiculous. And Huberto's back. My bet's like two games though already <laughs> this series, so he can fuck off. It's Huber well, Fraud. Huberto could fuck okay. off all year, bro. That guy's fucking annoying. He gets like fucking 90 assists because he's playing with like the best team in the league. And it was like, oh, heart. It's like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Austin Matthews scored uh, 60 fucking goals. He's winning the heart. I don't care what anyone says. Also, Shesterkin can suck a dick because he's not winning the heart. Yeah. Oh, he's not winning. He fucking he fell off a cliff for the last Holy 12 games. fuck. Yeah, we'll get to him later, but Jesus. All right, Florida sucks. We can move on. Yeah, um, uh, I, th- I think we're going to come to the other Atlantic series last because I think we're going to yeah. spend a little more time on them. Um, Carolina-Boston has been fun. Uh, yeah, like, it has. Boston uh, put bad. a lot more into it than I thought. Yeah, they're still I not think good enough. That I they're toast. Yeah. Basic. Uh, Tony D'Angelo uh, is just channeling all his racist right wing energy and just absolutely tearing them a new one. And you know what the absolute best thing is? Is Brad Marchand <laughs> just chirping him constantly, going. You're a racist. You're a racist. Yeah, I saw that. And I was the like, there's no way he said that. And then I watched the replay. I was like, oh, my God. He just called him a fucking racist in an NHL playoff game. That's amazing. Oh, like, fucking per. Like, look, I don't. I don't like Brad Marchand, but I holy do. fuck, he's making it kind of tough. I was like, do I, I like Brad do I respect Brad Marchand? Like, yeah, OK. See, there's the thing. Yeah. Do I respect him? He's a great hockey player. He's fun to watch. Yeah. I think like Tony D'Angelo and like holy fuck, man! Like he's one of those guys too, and like it was similar to like Evander Kane. I guess you can look at it in the similar boat. Where like when the when the Kane signed them, we're like, oh my god, you guys signed Tony D'Angelo, and everyone clowned on him. But man, he had a fucking phenomenal year, and he's having a great playoffs. He has eight points in the Dude, playoffs he, right now. He literally Does he really. Oh my god, disgusting, man. 
there was one play he made on the power play where he's walking the line and he fakes a shot. Both defenders like clutch at it. And then he moves to his backhand and saucer passes it through two defensemen tape to tape. And then uh, I don't even know who was Mar- uh, Pasternak or something. They just rifled it. And I was like, this guy's or not Pasternak. Sorry, wrong team. Uh, I don't know. Sveshikov or some shit. Yeah, some Finnish guy or whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah. oh my God, man. The plays this dude is making, like he's fucking unreal. Hate the guy. Can't stand him. Terrible person. Holy fucking that dude play hockey. Like, yeah. He's and insane. I think that is what matters at the end of the day to NHL teams. But That's sorry. They, they sign guys to play <laughs> hockey. They don't sign yeah. good guys. There's a lot of guys in this yeah. league that are fucking shit people, but they get the job. Yeah. Done, so. Kane, Evander. Yeah, literally. Hi, Kane, Patrick. Yeah, literally. baby! <laughs> <laughs> Logan um, Mayu. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad, that, uh, I'm glad that Boston put up a fight, but I think Carolina wins in six. Yeah. I think they're done. Um, yeah. uh man Pens. okay dude the most fun series of the first round the the penguins ranger series has been fucking awesome i that's the one series that like so usually you know i tune in for the leafs games obviously and then whenever i'm home i'll just tune into whatever game is on i will make time in my day to watch the penguins Rangers series because holy shit has it been electric like game five just finished like an hour ago. Oh my God. I was, I was literally laying in bed about to fall asleep. This game woke me the fuck up because it was just, it was crazy. Like penguins go up to nothing. Uh, the, the hit on Crosby, I think it was Truba. Yeah. He probably gets suspended for that. Right. Yeah. And I don't think the Rangers care. Yeah. Because I think, I, I hope Crosby's healthy for next game because man, you don't want to see Crosby out of a playoff series. Like he's just no, you're like, been, you literally want to see Crosby on the ice unless he's playing against your team. He's so good. Like I, I know that everyone's in this like discourse now of like McKinnon Matthews, McDavid, like who's the best player in the league thing, dude, Sidney Crosby is still the best player in the league. Like, I don't, I don't care what anyone says when that dude's on the ice, he like, the pens control the game. Like it, it's it's so dumb. It's crazy how good Sidney Crosby still is. It's insane. Like, he's the, fucking like, ageless, man. The thing with him and his the, speed. Like Kevin Bieksa pointed this out on the broadcast the other day, and like Crosby looks faster than he has in the last couple of years. And like he must have been playing through an injury or something, or I'm guessing COVID. But like probably, yeah. Um, holy fuck. So. He my quietly thing. had a good season. Again, I think it was a point per game season. Like he was, yeah. He had like nobody even talked about it. Nobody Literally. even talks about it. And those are the years that Crosby just like produces at an elite level in the playoffs. Every time people start to doubt him or like they don't talk about him, he just he, he just shows so up when he's in the game. So take in the Pens are up two nothing against the Rangers. They are in complete control. Like. Every time Crosby's on the ice, nothing happens. Like, he just gets the puck in deep. They go cycle in the corner, get a couple scoring chances, whatever. The puck is never in their end. Never. Crosby gets hurt, and the game goes fucking bananas. Bananas. Like, everything starts to hit the fan. The Rangers score three unanswered. The Pens tie it. Rangers score another one. Fucking, like, penalties. Like, galore. When Crosby's on the ice, nothing happens. And yeah. that's exactly what you want. Except when positives for Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, they just have yeah. the puck the whole time. And they're in the zone yeah. cycling. There was one shift 
where I swear to God, Crosby must have taken like 15 hits. Like he's just in the corner taking fucking cross checks. And you know, you know what my absolute favorite thing about that is too, is like this gets away from the narrative of like, oh, he's a whiny pussy and all this. And I mean, I know that narrative's died off in recent years. Oh yeah, but like Sidney Crosby actually still calls him Crosby. Who your fucking chat? When he You're, was, like, he was actually, he no, like, had a reputation when he was younger, when he would like try and whine about calls and shit. But man, like that guy is a fucking man. When he gets into the corner, you're not getting that puck off of him. I'm sorry. No, I don't care. I don't care who you, you are. aren't. My, my favorite literally place nobody that's that taking makes. that puck off. Yeah. My favorite play is when he goes behind the net and he'll just fucking spin cycle someone. Uh, he did it this Spetsa. He did it in this playoff series too, in the Rangers series. But like he yeah. did it this Spetsa a couple years ago with the famous goal. But like, yeah, just fucking spin around, guys. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay. Where's the puck? Oh, it's in the back of our net. Okay, cool. Thanks, Sydney. Thanks for coming. As he he hits Jake Gensel for a fucking rifle. (laughs) And oh, my God. Can we talk about Jake Gensel? Holy shit. He's fucking sick, They have so many guys that, like, they just sound like role players, right? Like Jake Gensel, Brian Rust. And, like, these guys are studs. We still haven't talked about Evgeny Malkin, by the way, who's also yeah. on that team. Evgeny Malkin's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, bad. Okay. Ricard Raquel, um, who we totally forgot they got at the deadline. Like, um, yeah. Man, look, I, man, I I said it when we did our playoff preview or whatever the fuck we did, like a month ago, or yeah. whatever it was. But like, oh no, it was tra- post trade deadline. Anyways, um, like Pittsburgh is consistently fucking scary for yeah. anybody in the east and they I, lost um they lost their starting goalie didn't they like they're starting uh um, yeah they lost jari their hasn't, starting goalie jari and hasn't their backup. started yeah jari hasn't started in like a month and and they lost smith has been out too so they're riding their third stringer who is Louis basically Domingue. a fucking emergency call and he's up. been good domingue's been good yeah domingue has been good like um i still i still think pittsburgh wins in six it sucks because I, I like the Rangers. Yeah. I fucking hate the Rangers. <laughs> I think the Rangers are a victim of... They have the Florida Panther syndrome where people think they're a better team than they actually are. Most they of have that, that is... They have Chris Kreider on their team syndrome. It really makes me mad. Ah, fair. Yeah, you have a, you have a bias here. <laughs> um, I also think Igor Shosturkin put in an actual world-class Vesna performance this season, and that's where they are. That's why they are where they are. Like, Can we talk about Shesterkin, though? He's been he so bad. Sucked. He's been so and bad, dude. I mentioned the- this in the chat the other day, like we were talking about it, and like, so remember in April, he shuts up the Penguins, and he waves goodbye to them. Oh my god, I've seen that and clip now- everywhere. I've seen that clip <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, it's just come back to bite him, and he's been that and like oh my god if game six they could fucking just light him up and then wave goodbye to him every single one oh my god i would lose my mind i would actually love that that'd be the or like louis domingue just fucking wave goodbye fuck me so i've noticed something in that series too that i don't think enough people are talking about man are they are the pens fucking getting in front of him the amount of deflections they've had in front of him is actually lot, insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I remember the Leafs ran into that problem where they just couldn't clear the front of the net. Like, 
dude, the, the Rangers are trying as hard as they can. Like Pittsburgh is making it a mission. Yeah. Rifling it from the point and getting bodies in front. And those bodies are Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jake Gensel, Brian Rust, like Brian Boyle. These, getting these are big men. Those are like, big Crosby's unreal in front of the net. Like he has a oh. great tip. He's so he, it's good, it's dude. and like it's the same as going into the corner with him. Like he's a big body. You aren't moving him. I genuinely, like, I genuinely think the Pens can make the conference final. Like I if, think if, that if Crosby's absolutely healthy, they can. If Crosby's healthy, yeah. I think they genuinely run and the conference. You know what? And Just, while, while we come back, Jari back, and they're gonna get yeah, Jari and, back, yeah, yeah. And Jari well, should be because because the Smiths playoffs are over. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that but Jari is going to be the I starter saw. no matter what. Jari oh, absolutely. Had a best type year, like this season, actually. Like, so, uh, I, so like, I, I watched that cross get him hit, back. And, like, the true didn't one? look like he got him in the mouth. Who would they like, play? It didn't look like he oh, Carolina got him in the He definitely had um, head. I mean, I think that was a byproduct of the hit. It, it's also because it, Truba's like six foot seven. So like yeah, he's a big bitch. He like, tends I think to hit a he lot got more there. shoulder than he got head, but like it was like front shoulder, collarbone, pack, right? Like yeah, and I wish I could give you like a like a suggestion of what player safety is gonna do, but I genuinely don't know anymore. I don't, I don't know what the it's, president it's, is anymore. Fucking spin the wheel, man. Spin games. the wheel. Five games. Um, can you imagine? Fucking <laughs> Darnell fuck. Nurse got suspended for one game for headbutting a guy. Yeah. Like that's yeah. fucked. That's so stupid. Uh, uh, Kyle Clifford got suspended one game for. Oh, while it was yeah. a dirty hit. While it was a dirty hit, uh, there's been worse yeah, that have got uh, less. The Clifford hit was terrible. Oh yeah, that was a stupid like, hit, and he deserved the suspension. I don't hundred percent, hundred percent. As a Leafs fan, I will give that up. That was a stupid fucking hit. No reason to do uh, that. Just quickly, no. He deserved he everything he got. 100%. Before we leave the pens quickly, uh, does Crystal Tang come back next year? No. Nope. I think so. No? Nope. Don't say he's going to Montreal. Don't you dare. I won't say it, but he's going to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> the French connection, baby. Yeah. I, I think – so I honestly think he comes to Montreal. I think that Montreal's trading Jeff Petrie and then going to replace him, and I think they're going to add Crystal Tang to replace Jeff Petrie. That's my that honestly would that's be, my offseason pick. That would be a nice bit of business by the Habs. I, I just don't think they're there yet. To be fair, they're drafting Shane Wright this year because they won the first overall pick. Congratulations, Bailey. So it's not even yeah, thank you. Um, it's not even just like a matter of being there. Like I think that you want to add Crystal Tang. They Montreal's a lot of young up and coming D men coming up. I think that that's kind of where they're at. And, and I think yeah, Crystal Tang's at an from, age right? now. Yeah, I think he's at an age now where like he's not looking to win another cup, and he's always wanted to play in Montreal. Like he he's from Quebec, so yeah, I, I think it know, just makes sense for both sides. He's won three Stanley Cups, so I mean, like that's yeah, you're not cup chasing anymore now. You just want to go be comfortable, right? Like yeah. Tavares, he stopped cup chasing and then he went to Toronto. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of John Tavares, we're gonna move to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh Wow, boys. Uh, the Leafs lead the series 3-2. They have a chance to close it out on Thursday night, which is tomorrow at the night of recording this. Um, okay, so they're they're probably closing it out. Sound good? Okay. Well, 
Okay. Well, uh, that's the show. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Here's the conundrum the Toronto Maple Leafs face, right? They've they've been here before. They were up 3-2 in 2019 against the Boston Bruins. They scored first and then proceeded to choke on their own dicks because Freddie Anderson decided to let in three absolute farts of goals. And <laughs> it was coached by Mike Babcock, so they were never going to come back in that. Um, in 2021, they were up 3-1 and 3-2 against the Montreal Canadiens and proceeded to choke on their own fists and lose in seven. Um. Man, let me tell you, from, from being in that building, like, I, I just, I don't know how to describe it other than, man, the the energy in there is different this year. Like, the crowd in that building, so, like, you guys have heard, what what what's the reputation of Leafs crowds from what you guys have heard and seen? Uh, the reputation boring. for Toronto sports fans, the Toronto sports fans suck. They're great no, fans no, no, of their no, team, no, no. but they're shitty. Leaf fans are corporate assholes. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's true. And they sit on their hands. Yeah. The, the, the reputation for Leaf fans in the arena is corporate seats, quiet, dead, no energy. Boys, when I was in that build, I was in the building for game five, not to do my own horn. It was fucking insane. Like, when you get actual Leaf fans in that building, and let me tell you, every single person in that building was a Leafs fan. There was no corporate seats. I didn't see a single suit, not one. And it was fucking insane. I have never heard the building that loud in my entire life. And you could hear it. So they go down to nothing early. So just two absolute fucking shit goals. Like all series, Tampa have just been scoring lucky bounce shit goals. Like, ugh. Um, so they go down to nothing early. Stamkos and Hedman. What are you going to do? Um, so they go into intermission down to nothing. And Jason Spezza apparently stands up and just reams everybody out because he knows this is probably his last chance to win a cup. Probably. And they come out in the second and, oh, my God, step on Tampa's throat. Like, just they're, they're the better team at five on five. I don't know if you agree with me, but like when, when they stay out of the box, they're the better team. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. It's night and day. Well, depending. Depending. Yeah. When, when soup's on his game and they're playing the way they're playing, like, man, they, you've got, like, here's the thing you've got to go to Tampa and you got to win an elimination game in Tampa, which I don't know if you guys have watched hockey the last two years is not an easy thing to do. Well, no, no, you also have to beat Vasilevsky in back-to-back games, which, as we're aware, does not happen. Is virtually very difficult or impossible at this rate. But um, here's the th- here's the thing with that: Vasilevsky's been bad. Yes, yeah, yes. Like he hasn't been regular Vasilevsky. He's given up four goals every game, except the one where he led in three. But like it's it's four goals, five goals, three goals. Like he hasn't had the one. He hasn't had the one game where he's like shot them out, you know? Yeah. Uh, just speaking with Jason Spezza, I forgot that he'd been to a cup final. He has, yeah, um, with, with uh, the Oil- Ottawa. Oh, the Sens, yeah. 06? 06, 07, yeah. Seven. Lost to the uh, Ducks. Yeah, lost to the fucking Ducks. Corey, Corey Perry. Perry on that team, yeah. 
Corey fucking Perry, who is a rat so, bastard, too. I can't believe we have to play that fucker again. I fucking hate Corey Perry. So here's the deal. I, uh, man, this Leafs team, they're so weird. And, like, this yeah. whole series has been weird. I don't remember I who it, mentioned it last night, but, like, I think it's just kind of like a switch. It's, the what? I think it's... it's just, go ahead. Sorry. I think it's destined to go seven. And, man, I just... Fuck. Vasilevsky has been bad, so they have that going for him. But how much can you keep relying on Vasilevsky to be bad? It's, like, it's hard to bet against Tampa. <laughs> I will give you that. It is hard to bet against them. Like, you know, like, Vasilevsky can just... He can flip his switch, and then all of a sudden it's game over. And fuck. Man. And the Leafs look bad to start yesterday's game. And I know they figured it out. But, like, holy fuck, man. But this is the thing, right? Like, the reason... So, this is the thing the Leafs have fallen into. Um, Tampa's fucking soft, first of all. Can I say it? Like, I, yeah. I know they're doing what they need to do to draw penalties and whatever. But, man, are they soft. They're fucking... Oh, my I've God. Never seen Can a team we fo- please talk about that? The officiating has been terrible, first of all. Fuck the officiating. Like both ways. I'm sorry, man. Like, call it call it one way or another. You're gonna call tight game, go for it. But like, then don't let something dumb go. See, that's why I didn't overreact. It's that or playoff hockey. I didn't react to game four because dude, Tampa had seven power plays before the second period was over. Wasn't that the same in game two? Game two is the same thing. They had like eight power plays. It's like you, who gets this many power plays in a playoff game? Like, granted, the officiating's been so bad. It's been terrible both ways. The Leafs have been taking really dumb penalties. Like, I think Nylander took one last night where he just straight up hooked a guy and like egregiously <laughs> hooked a guy. And like, Willie had the fucking game of his life yesterday. But like, holy shit, yeah. dude, you you can't take those penalties. You just you can't. And I don't think it's, and I will say, like, I don't think it's, like, in a situation where, like, any any side can just, other than game, what is this game? The game four. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, the refs, like, they're calling it both ways. It's not, like, so in this Leafs series, like, there's been times where, like, they're calling the penalties and they're calling things that are penalties. Like, by definition, it's a yep. penalty. Absolutely. You don't fucking call those in the playoffs. You just don't. It's ne- it hasn't thing, been right? done for years. So like, that's that's my problem. So <laughs> the Leafs, for the past four years, by the way, have just been getting straight up ragdoll murdered by every team they've played. Columbus was fucking dirty. Boston is Boston. You know what they do in the playoffs. Washington was fucking heavy and they hit and fucking like Montreal was fucking rat bastards the whole time. They're not calling yeah. shit in any of those series. Leafs were now, soft last year. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were. But all of a sudden, the Leafs are heavy this year. They're finishing every fucking check. They're in your face. And now the refs decide to call everything. That's what fucking pisses me off. For four years, you didn't do this. And now all of a sudden, the Leafs are starting to fight back a little bit. Oh, we better start calling penalties. And like, my thing is, I want you to call the rules. But like, man, when you're calling soft shit in the third period of a playoff game, come on, man. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, you, like at that point, you're starting to decide outcomes. And you're giving just, Tampa seven power plays in a period and a half. That's unacceptable. Like, yeah. It, and I said this early on when they kept taking those penalties in the early games. I'm like, you can't, and you can't keep, and their penalty kill was good. Like, it's been good. Their penalty kill's elite. 
Very good. It's still Tampa Bay. They're still a fucking great power play, and you can't take those penalties against them. They're going to burn you. It's it's going to happen every time. It doesn't matter how good your penalty is. Like, they're the best power play. Like, despite whatever the numbers say, I don't really care. They're the best power play in the league. Like, the way that they're able to run it and, like, the talent they have. When they're on um, their game, they're they're hard to stop. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, yeah. Here's here's my thing about the Leafs. Coming into the series, the whole narrative was the big guys have to contribute. If they don't contribute, you're finished. You can say that about any team, but especially because of last year and what happened last year. The yeah. Matthews and, and Marner needed needed to contribute. And yeah. wow, they have they contributed. Mitch Marner, I take back everything I said about Mitch Marner. Everything. <laughs> everything and this is what i said if he fucking does it in the playoffs i will own up and i will shut my mouth and mitch marner has been our best player all series all series he he has been fucking he's been terrific penalty kill five on five power play you fucking name it this guy has been fucking amazing like granted he plays in every position or in every situation right so like he's out there all the time yeah but i mean great Uh, it's still He's been outstanding. He's yeah. been really, really so, good. William Nylander I, uh, has been underratedly so good. William Nylander is so. You remember early in the season when he was like, he was having some very like good stretches of constantly being good, and then he kind of started doing his fucking disappearing act again. So yeah, like. That's the- he's doing that in the playoffs like he he was arguably the best player last night on the ice he was and he was so good but but that's the first good game he's had all series i disagree i think it was really good in game one he's been dude he's been floating the whole but i mean it it was hard to find a bad player in game one and the effort's not and like and i think this is the only time where you can actually look at the way he's played and you can justifiably be like, the effort's not there. And it hasn't been there. And it wasn't good enough. Even in that game where he scored two goals, he scored two goals in game four in yeah, the yeah, meaning loss. Game four, the effort there was wasn't a, there. The effort the game, wasn't there. Game four, there wasn't, wasn't a single good effort anywhere. Like, but I, it I wasn't just that was game, man. Like, it just, like, the effort hasn't been there for a lot of the series. And that's not, it's not good enough. You so need here's to have the thing the with Will, right? Like, Will does a lot of the little things right. I'll give you that he looks like he's floating a lot. I just honestly think he's a really good skater and it looks like he's floating most of the time. But like, I'll, I'll grant you like, yeah, back checking is kind of an issue for him still. And, but like, man, like he's found a home on that third line and that third line has been really, really good with him on it. Like really good. I know he makes $7 million and he shouldn't be on a third line, but if it's working, I don't give a shit how much he makes. Like, look, man, if if he doesn't work right with JT... He okay, doesn't. whatever. Put him on the third Although, line and stretch your lines. Him and JT looked incredible last night. They looked really fucking good. And that was the one yeah, thing they that did. they needed. They did what they wanted to do. They got JT going. And John Tavares had arguably the best playoff game I've ever seen him in a Leafs jersey. Granted, his playoff performances have not been very good for us. Last year doesn't count, obviously. But yeah, like the four years he's been here or the three years he's been here, hasn't been good enough in the playoffs man like it just hasn't he hasn't produced and like speaking of terrific efforts this playoffs uh alex kerfoot is just fuck man what can you say about him man 
he's been he's played everything. I saw a stat. Everything they've asked from him. I saw a stat. Hey, we need he, you on the first line in game four. Okay, I'm there. Yeah. He doesn't play his first line minutes. The only forward Which, position I mean, Alex Kerfoot hasn't played is fourth line right wing. He's played everywhere right. else in the lineup. Every other position except fourth line right wing. Like, That's incredible. Like yeah. how, how that's so useful for that guy to just any and any line he's been on has been good. Like every line yeah. they put him on has been performing. And the thing Oh Dallas just scored. Did they? Oh, I'm way behind you. Oh wow, that's uh, not good. But... Cause that's probably the last shot anybody's gonna have for the rest of the game. So <laughs> but yeah, like Kerfoot is just fuck. He's and he's fun to watch. His game, mm-hmm. he elevates in the playoffs. And yeah, like he's just been he's been terrific. He's been one of their key guys for sure. I think yep. if I'm being realistic, I think Tampa's gonna win game six. I'm just being honest. Like I, I think Bailey's right. Like this was always gonna go seven. If the Leafs win in six, that would be fucking amazing. Because let's let's be real here. The the Leafs need to win this as early as they can. If they can win it in six, they they should win it in six. Because look, you I think it would be a very, very good redemption arc if they went into game seven and one. Um, do I think they're gonna do that? I you know, you're asking Honestly, you know what? I don't give a fuck about a redemption arc. Get the fuck out of the first round. Yeah. I don't care if it's six or seven games at this point. Get out of the first round. If the Leafs play the way they played in periods two and three and they stay out of the box, I think they win tomorrow. That the, it's it's literally all that matters. They're the, yeah, redemption arc story. I don't I don't care. And they're going it, into it with the perfect momentum. Everybody's rolling. All the big guys performed last game. Morgan Riley got yeah. in on the goal scoring. Uh Tavares, Nylander, Matthews, like all of the guys you want to contribute are contributing now, and you need to ride that yeah. into the next game. And yeah. like you need to realize what's on the line, and they have the right attitude, man. But everyone in the press conferences after the game all have the same answer. You know, oh, how does it feel yeah. to be up three two? How does it feel to do this, guys? The, the job's not done. We got one more game to win. Yeah, I, I felt like in that Montreal series when they went up three one, there was a lot of like arrogance in it, where like people started talking well. about the next round and who we're gonna play and whatever. I I don't see any of that now. I don't see any of that. They're focused singularly on Fuck winning man. a game six in Tampa. After Poppy scored last night, holy fuck. Like, his celly was great and all, but, like... My ears were ringing, man. Like, the look on his face was just so much fucking purpose. Yep. And laser-focused. Him and Martyr know yeah. that, that this team ride or dies when they score. So, mm-hmm. and, and he knew. When, when, they, when they scored that goal, he knew they were winning that game. And it was just they they did everything they could. Jack Campbell's been fucking fantastic again. Um, I'm you know what? He's given. I'm so happy Jack is healthy, man. God, I'm happy he's healthy. We needed him to be because otherwise, who who we riding into the playoffs? Mrazek. Uh no. Mrazek's dead. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Ian Scott. Ian Scott. There it is. Ian Scott. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Joseph Wool. Oh my god. So David Ayers. I mean shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> in in uh, saying all that, 
the Leafs have put themselves in a very good position here. I am not going to toot my own horn yet. They have one more game to win, and they need to win that game. They they just because let's face it, I don't care who you're playing in the first round. There's big implications if you don't make it out of the first round this year. Mm-hmm. Big, like uh, yeah. that, like someone someone is getting the axe. I don't know who well, it is. I actually don't think so anymore. I thought so. I did think so, but then like now they've played a competitive series. I think they'll just circle back again next year, no matter like, what happens. It's the smart thing to do. Look, I I've put I've made it up in my mind that like I'm not going to be as mad as I was last year if the Leafs do lose. I think now that they're up three two, they've got to win this series. They've they've been in this position too many times for them to choke on it again. Like I don't care if it's Tampa. I don't care how good they are. I don't care that they're the two time champs. You're up three two. You got to knock them out. You got to do it. Yes, sir. You have to. Whether it's at home finish or on the, the road, finish the job. That's it. And guys, I'm telling you, if this if this team wins a round, they're going all the way. Like, there's something about this team where just just give them a taste. Just give them a taste of winning for once, and they're gonna be like rabid fucking dogs. Like, I I, I honestly I hope for your guys's sake. And I mean, I know I'm not the number one Leafs fan around here or anything. But I hope for your guys' sake that they win. Guys, Just I haven't seen them win, win a first-round series since I was nine years old. I'm 27 years old, man. I'm 27 years old. Like, the, it will genuinely bring me to tears if they win this round. Like, genuinely. I was six the last time at least won a playoff series. Fuck. That's uh, so depressing, man. Uh, not for me. I don't give a fuck. There, there's a Toronto <laughs> Maple Leafs. Like, dude, like, let's not get it twisted. This is the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is the hockey mecca of the planet. You, eh, you, you can't be this bad for this long. Our own horns, and, and no, I'm telling you, if you saw the way this city was acting after that game, like, fuck, does this city deserve? That? I did see it, except like 50 times better because I saw it in Montreal and it was mm. electric. Yeah, Montreal yeah. sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. As a city. They're a fucking great hockey city. The oh, best yeah, in the sure. world. <laughs> like, it was just walking through the streets yesterday and just just seeing the look on everybody's face. But like it's man. Man is the energy different. Like it's just night and day. There's no cocky arrogance. It's just happiness. Like ever that game, like the crowd willed them into a win. Because I think when they scored the first goal, great play by Willie on the power play. Um, you just, the crowd just elevated and they just met every time they got that puck back in their own zone and started like driving the net, the whole crowd is getting behind them. And like, they just, you could see how they felt it. And like, it's just, and the square is crazy. And like, it, it just feels different this year, man. I don't know. Like, I know I said that last year, but. Well, I say it every Yeah, time, the fair. square every time I've seen it on TV. Holy fuck. Oh, I'm trying to get passes so bad, but they sell out so fast. You have to get passes now before you just have to line up. But um really? Yeah, I guess it's some kind of COVID measure or something. I don't fucking know. The mm-hmm. limit capacity or whatever. But man, like again, we, we could be back here in a week talking about how the Leafs choked on another three two series lead. You know, that that's just it's not. Like and I don't think it's considered like I don't consider it choking at the end of the series. 
I, I don't feel like I know like they'll t- choke the series away, but I don't feel like it's the same. It should have the same narrative. It, it will have the same narrative if they do it in the same fashion that they did it against Boston, where they just completely cratered and got blown out in game seven. You know what I mean? Like if they go yeah. through that same script again, where like they lose game six when it's, it's not even close and then they get blown out and shut out in game seven. Like I think mm-hmm. the narrative changes a lot, but I genuinely don't think that's going to happen. Like, right. I, I just think, I think the players and the coaching staff know what's on the line. And I think there's just a whole new motivation here. I'm, I'm hoping I'm trying to put that into the universe because like, <laughs> Yeah, I I don't really have a prediction for how this plays out. Like I, I, I think it's don't so know. hard to predict. Like because this is it's the most evenly so matched series. Fucking... Like by it far, is... this is the most. These are the most evenly it's matched teams. So weird because every game they played, it's just been like blowout. one team. Like, well, yeah, it's been a blowout each way. Like, yeah, game one, Leaf blowout. Game two, Tampa. I know it was five three, but Tampa really blew it out. Game three, Leafs, like, you know, like, it's just been, I don't know, man. It's, it's def, it's genuinely the toughest series to call. And as a Leafs fan, like, I can't even, like, I can't even blatantly just be a homer and say the Leafs are going to win because, like, I, I, I genuinely don't know. Like, Tampa can very well come back and win two straight and end the series, you know, like, it's, yeah, they're the two time chance for a reason. But I genuinely mm-hmm. think then- it would, it would be a disservice if the Leafs lose this series. Like this team is so much fun, and they deserve a run. Have you seen so, like so Tampa? Tampa hasn't faced elimination now since they got swept by Columbus, right? Like that. Yeah. I don't think they've trailed a series. At they this were point. never trailing in a series for their two cup runs. Yeah. yeah. So like it will be interesting to see how they come out and respond because like they haven't faced this like this kind of adversity i know they've won two cups but like you haven't faced that adversity we were facing elimination i guess like you've played game sevens like they've played game seven so it's fine but like they're man. they're gonna play their best game of the series like i'll, I'll give you that right now they're, they're gonna play I, their best game of the series tomorrow it's up to the leafs to decide how they're gonna fare with that because let's be real that for for me in that arena you have to survive the first five minutes you can't take a penalty you cannot take a penalty in that building i'm sorry like it's just yeah. You, you got to play some real fucking tight hockey. You can't give them any momentum, man. And can I just say, when I saw that Justin Hall was in the lineup for Game Five, I was genuinely confused. Justin Hall had the best game I've ever seen him play in Game Five. He was terrific. He was incredible, and like, it's just so out of left field because like, he was genuinely unplayable in Games Three and Four. Like genuinely. So, bad. question. Because Alex shared that thread yesterday. Did yeah. you start to watch Justin Hall in a different light? Look, I understand. Did you feel like did you feel like that say. skewed your did you no. feel like that skewed you? No, it didn't. Because no? Look, you can throw no, as many no, I just, I just I, it's a question worth asking. Yeah, you, you can throw any numbers you want at me about expected goals while he's on the ice and all this shit. Man you got to look at the eye test and Justin Hall cannot hang with the guys he's trying to defend in this series. But like they did a really good job well, of sheltering him. The real number five. you have to look at is toe picks per 60. That's it. And <laughs> to be fair, I think the reason 
it was the way it was is because we had last change. So you can take him away from that matchup. Yeah. But Kucherov was burned. Do you roll Lily in, uh, do you roll Lily in Tampa then? <sighs> no. You, you, for me, I think Keith has to be done with the line changes. He's got to just stick with the lineup he had in game five and roll with it. Tampa hasn't made a single line change. Not one. They haven't changed any part of their lineup in any of the games because they know what they have. Yeah. Yeah. And whether they win or lose, they're losing with that lineup because they know that's their strongest lineup. And I envy it. Uh, John Cooper is wholly fucking sufferable. I understand what he's doing, but like, Jesus, man. You got to project, right? Yeah, I get it. But like, holy fuck, this Calgary power play sucks. Um, oh, my God. Just- they're so bad. After game five, he said, I just don't think the Leafs are earning it. I think we're just giving it to them. To which I say, no. <laughs> like, I, I don't think you're doing that, <laughs> sir. Like, if you're going to be the guy that's, like, constantly pushing the pressure on the other team, like, at least be subtle about it, you know? Like, the Leafs have played very well. It's very a bad well. look, if nothing else. Like, no, but he, like, I know what he's doing. He's trying oh, to push the totally, pressure on but- us. It's uh, not. Probably, it's not genuine. Yeah. Like you're, you're just talking out of your ass at that point. <sighs> That's the last series, boys. I, yeah, I don't. I don't really have much to say about that. I am. I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you. I've never been more nervous for a game. Like it is. It is so tight. This is like. This is the tightest series I think I've ever seen them in because they're so evenly matched. And it's if anything, it's been really, really fun. It's been. One of the most fun series I've watched as a Leafs fan, and I fucking hate watching these guys in the playoffs. Like, hate it. Brings me so much, like, fucking heart palpitations. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yeah, Leafs. I think that's. Uh, yeah, realistically, I don't think we're calling any any serious predictions here. Well, we did for most of them, but this one we'll leave because you won't. You won't get. Yeah, you won't get a prediction out of me out of this one. We're just gonna maybe maybe we'll do a we'll do a pod after game six, maybe, and we'll see where our heads are at. Where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow? Probably not. Maybe Friday. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I might be able to swing that. Anyway. We can um yeah, so we'll see you again on Friday, possibly, maybe Saturday, depending on how game it was, six oh, goes. See how things seven? are going. We could either be talking about a Leafs playoff series win for the first time since 2004 or the fourth game seven and five playoff series they've had to play. So cool. Awesome. All right. Kevin, take it away. Well, that's the show. Okay. Bye. <laughs>